This is Ford Operator Echo reporting, listener. I have been reviewing Delta's notes, trying to figure out where they jumped the rails, and I found an issue. Their dates are wrong. Not just a Monday written where there should be a Wednesday. No, these are months and in a couple of cases, years that are wrong. The weird part is that it looks like they're from the same series of notes and that Delta wasn't noticing that these changes were happening. Normally, I would chalk this up to Delta having too much exposure in the field, but they seem to be related to a geographical area. I'm going to investigate. back sort of like a curtain that's on the side of the room and um, behind it is what appears to be just kind of a, like a, a regular safe um, and you can see her sort of like muttering to herself um, turning the dial on the safe but kind of more times than you would turn a regular a regular safe dial. It's like it's more like she's drawing a pattern with the concentric circles than it is that she's like putting in a combination. Um and go ahead and roll figure somebody out for me real quick, Archie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mind. Okay. An eleven. Oh, nice. Okay. Ooh-hoo. Ask me some questions about Waxwing real quick. I guess I maybe should have said keep your cool. I think keep your cool applies better here. Mm. I think you still succeed. No okay. matter what. Because I'll just keep your if we just like take the role and replace the the bonus. Okay. I think keep your cool makes more sense reading the description. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, uh, on 10 plus all as well. So, uh, mm-hmm. I guess Archie, how, uh, how do you stop, uh, what Waxwing is about to do to you? <laughs> it's obvious. She's about to pull something from that safe. And uh, make it make a play against you. 
you know, you could just play this straight and not have to escalate this. I think she pauses for a moment. She's like, Archie, we already killed one man to make sure that these things don't happen. In for a penny, in for a pound. Oh, shit. All I want to do is keep Wayne safe. That boy is my son in every way that matters. And I get that. But what we're trying to do is keep everybody safe. And I'll do my best to do that, too. But I'm a wizard. That means working with knowledge. If I don't know what I'm doing, I could blow up the whole damn world. Um, You trusted me to keep an eye on him. Trust me with this, too. I will keep him safe. I'll do my level best to keep everyone safe. Because that's what I do. All right, persuade an NPC. (laughs) Oh, oh dear. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, no. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be fine. This is fine. It's fine. Wait, what did you? Oh, there it is. Oh, it's a mixed success. That's fine. Sorry, it was oh. very slow to update on my end. <laughs> uh, Toby, you want to find which which button to click? No worries. Uh, yeah, heart seven. Okay. Oh, that's not so bad. I think she she stands up and she looks at you, hands empty. How far are you willing to go? What's your offer? I can't guarantee that if I show you these prophecies that they shan't come true. But you can guarantee it. If you kill Uncle Nebo, this whole problem goes away. Is that always your solution, killing? You don't know him. This coven bound him to that mountain couple hundred years ago. You think we did that just on a lark? Why do you think we took her seriously when she came to us in the first place? Killing ain't always our solution. Listen, if it was, do you think we would let, 
Wayne didn't do nothing wrong. He just got born. We don't hold that against him. What we do hold against folks is action. That is what they control. That is why Larkin had to go. And that is why he does too. This is not me making an order on part of the council. Hell, I ain't supposed to be letting you see these. What do you think happens if he finds out? So, I want you to guarantee that these prophecies won't come to pass. I want you to promise me that you're going to do what's necessary to make sure that don't happen. All right. Very casually agrees to kill a god. <laughs> and his ward, right? Like, that's what that means. Do that is necessary. not necessary. I don't think that's what Waxwing is implying. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no. first she said, make sure they don't come to pass by killing Wayne if they start to come to pass, right? No, no. She's or like, kill Uncle Nebo. Okay. Because then, yeah. then they can't. Okay. That's what she's saying. The reason they have they didn't just kill Wayne is because this isn't Wayne's fault. Okay. They've only killed people who have taken action. Okay. Yeah. So she nods. Um, she reaches back into the safe this time, like uh, like kind of hands uppy, <laughs> and she pulls out for you uh, four VHS tapes. Puts them on the table. You're going to find everything you need inside of them. You couldn't even convert them to digital? You know as well as I do that it does not hold up. <laughs> All right. Can I get a bag or something? I think she walks to the front. She gets you one of the like plastic thank you bags that <laughs> she she sells stuff in, and she like flips it out and puts the VHSs in there. And is like, do you need the protection plan on those or? No, no, I'll take my chances. All right. You didn't get them from me. Of course not. And next time, mm-hmm. just talk to me. Let me let me make my own decisions with knowledge. That's what I do. I fix things. I'm going to fix this. <laughs> I'll let you know when it's done. All right. I think I'm going to. I don't think you'll need to let me know. I think I'll probably find that out on my own. I don't think it's going to be subtle. All right. Um, Shade, what are you up to? Um, I think 
Shade spends a little time in his little ward area, in their little ward area, hanging out with the ghosties. Okay, yeah. I think what we see here is like... So I think it's a part of the forest that people generally don't come to, mostly because it's off the beaten path, and then also it's warded to kind of just like... In the same way that like Archie just could not reach for that letter... Uh, people end up just kind of walking different directions if they're heading this way, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I think what the camera does is like, we kind of see like the cat, we have this like long tracking shot moving through the woods, like kind of staring at like sort of this, you know, this fairly empty stretch of like wooded area. And then as it moves forward, there's like a little bit of a shimmer when it hits a place. And then once it's through, uh, we see what Shade sees, um, which is kind of like, what if one of those like nature reserve videos where there's like a million animals or like, you know, one of those like weird things with all the like wild cats or, you know, something like that, where it's just kind of like a big open, open uh, interaction area. But like for like, just fucked up monsters. Uh, <laughs> um, we see that. Uh, um, did you? You never retrieved that thing. That the one that you guys were chasing. Did you? Uh, I can't remember if we did or not. Oh, when you and Kiki had your walk in the woods. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys did. You guys did retrieve it. Yeah. That's right. Um, so yeah, we see that thing roaming around, um, we see, like, just kind of, like, big, long, like, what if a, like, a salamander was just, uh, also a millipede, just kind of crawling around, (laughs) um, and again, these things are all, like, like, black shadows, very much in the same vein as shade, um, and all, like, with these animalistic qualities, and it's, like that is what this is. It is a ma- like it is a supernatural nature preserve for like wayward animalistic spirits. At one point in time, Shade was one of these. Yeah. Um, decided to like you know something happened, and now Shade is Shade. I think inside of the like is also like whatever little building that 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 Kala um, kind of like lived in, existed in. Um, And there's like it's a it's a small sort of like two, maybe three room cabin sort of situation. Um, Mm -hmm. It has like a sitting area with like a small kitchen and like a little wood burning stove. Off to the side of that is, like, a private space that was, like, part bedroom, part office. Um, there's not really a bed in there because Kala is not, was not human and did not really sleep. Um, but there's also, like, a small, like, uh, inside of that office is, like, a small collection of, like, books and uh, letters and, and other stuff as well. Is a shade frolicking or is a shade trying to to do like Kala stuff? 
Yeah, Shade's doing like Kala stuff. Like, okay. <laughs> Resistant check, to frolic. On. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're definitely gonna frolic later. <laughs> it's on the it's on the schedule. Um, on the schedule, twelve o'clock frolic. Yeah, and I th- I think what there is in here is just like a bunch of like. There's a bunch of like handwritten journals, uh, kind of documenting the various like spirits that come in. Um, there are letters that are probably at least like 200 years old that have been kept, have been well kept, uh, correspondence between Kala and other people, um, throughout their long existence. Um, and I think the most inter- like probably the most interesting thing to shade is like Kala's diary, right? Or, or journal or one volume thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of explaining how Kala, like kind of the slow evolution of all the things like Kala in these woods. Um, how eventually everything that was here more or less became part of the mountain and its collective, uh, save for Kala and a few, like, you know, a small handful of other, other beings like them, um, that seemed to remain fairly independent. Um, it, it's weird that this started, ha- like, it's not like the, the mountain started recruiting, but there was this, like, Seemingly like an urge to like group up that kind of collectively went through through these beings that sort of led to the mountain and its you know sort of collective forces come coming to bear. Uh, is there anything in particular that Shade is looking for in all of this stuff? I think Shade is just, like, looking for some kind of direction of what to do. Okay. To, uh... Prevent bad things. (laughs) I mean, I think as far as, like... At this point, like, I think Shade's probably found enough information to sort of repair, because the ward not only keeps people out, it keeps, you know, these things more or less in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the they're not, the thing is, they're not any more, or, like, all the stuff that's in here isn't, like, any more or less dangerous fundamentally than what they were as a living creature, but they now have like out outsized instincts and senses and are just as easily like startled or defensive about territory as they were when they were alive, but don't understand that they're dead, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's kind of makes them scary. Like, people can wander in, like, what if you couldn't see a bear, but you wandered into its territory? But but you've probably found enough to be able to, like, 
repair that ward. Um, and now it's just kind of like keeping your ear to the ground. Basically, like, the instructions are keep your ear to the ground. You know, you've got to watch stories, read the news, kind of, like, chase down rumors about, like, weird things in the woods. And if you find something, bring it here. <laughs> Shade watching the news. Kala <laughs> 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 probably wrote these instructions when the local news was actually useful. <laughs> oh, no. Terror tonight! Could your t- kids be doing the new dope? <laughs> <laughs> Then Shade goes off on a tear to try to find the new dope. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to save the children. <laughs> Kiki sits down with Shade. No, no, Shade. Listen, I've got to explain to you why Dare is bad. <laughs> but, but the children. Um, They're fine. Trust me. Yeah. Shade. Shade. The kids are all right. <laughs> uh, okay, what about a friggin' more information about the mountain, maybe? Okay. Um that it takes a while. Um wait, can Shade Shade can read, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, we, we established the Shade is the smartest dog. Um. Yes. <laughs> the little boy taught him to read. Yeah. He'd read books to him. <laughs> That's how they met. Oh. He, he came He came to the adoption center and read books to Sad Shade when Shade was a puppy. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, The like basically it kind of chronicles the rise of the mountain or not the rise of because it's maybe always existed. It's very like it's probably the oldest thing in these mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, though Kala also didn't know about that like you know gaping portal to like uh, pure creation that was maybe formed when this planet was. So you know. It's maybe the second oldest thing in these mountains. <laughs> um, and it's always been sort of benevolent. Um, but maybe a couple hundred years ago, basically things sort of sort of started rallying around it because it's the oldest. It's the biggest, you know, it's the wisest, it is the mountain. Like, they, you know, by some degree, a lot of these things live on it. Um, So they do owe a level of allegiance to it, and kind of when they all started feeling this, like, need to bundle up for whatever reason, um, the mountain became kind of the clear focal point uh, for that. Um... There is 
sometime in the like late 1800s. Yeah, yeah, extremely late 1800s. Um around the turn of the century. Um the things started to change with the mountain. Um seemed seemingly the mountain formed uh a, a relationship with Penderin. Um, the, not the general as we know her, but her grandfather that she speaks of. Uh, they formed some level of relationship until uh, later later along that he was out of the picture and Selma became sort of the de facto head of the family. Um, though Kala doesn't have a lot of information about that because at this point Kala is fairly well removed from the like uh, the 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 collective that the mountain has built around itself. Though the mountain doesn't seem like it doesn't seem the way that Kala talks about the mountain does not seem does not seem like actively harmful, but is not benign. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has motivations that are hard to comprehend because you're talking about a thing that is millennia old and, you know, is just, just sees things fundamentally differently than even Kala, who was, you know, hundreds of years old. Older than the old man. So, but yeah, that, that is the, more or less the information that you get about the mountain from, from Kala's, uh, diaries and journals. All right. Okay, I guess Shay's gonna go frolic now, because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> huh, like Shay closed the book. Huh, interesting about that. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. Hmm. All righty. I'll tell people about that later. <laughs> First, I got to get, I got the zoomies. Let's go. <laughs> All righty. Um, okay, Kiki, what you up to? Um, I don't know, really. Um. Anything Kiki's looking to pursue? The problem is that she's not. That is fair. How is Kiki feeling about, you know, what went down? At the, at, at Fair and Howl. So, she missed the majority of the conversation with Silma. I don't, was she there for 
uh, Cecily's phone call with Uncle Nebo? I don't think so. Uh, no, because I think, yeah, because that's after that is when Selma popped up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Um, but surely and... we've given the Cliff Notes version. Did you? Not on camera. Um, right, but did or you? Or did Rio perhaps? Would Rio have? Um, Kiki's a little bit been avoiding Rio. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, then maybe Kiki doesn't. Yeah, I think since then she has been uh, more isolated than usual. She hasn't reached out to anybody. She's just kind of been like doing what Pat tells her. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, And... She she doesn't think things are okay because she's she's waiting for like that power vacuum uh, uh, fight to break out since Farron Howell, for all intents and purposes, have left. Um, and so she's just kind of like waiting to see if something happens. But she's not necessarily actively following up on leads because she doesn't have any leads. So. Hmm. So unless, like, the Teamsters have, are making her get involved in something... Um, Not the Teamsters, I don't think. Hmm. She's still doing her regular ass job, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think you come off shift. It's like two, three in the morning. Mm hmm. Um, the bar is locking up. You're kind of one of the last folks out just to make sure there's no, like, fuckers hanging around or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you're heading to your truck. And sort of out of the darkness uh, steps a lady who is seemingly not dressed well for this cold. Um, kind of thinnish jacket. Um, gaunt features. Uh... And she uh, kind of like she's addressed. She's like, um, excuse me. Uh, are you Miss Gaithen? Uh, Kiki turns up the collar of her bomber jacket against the cold um, and kind of hunkers down in it. Yeah. Who's asking? And then at that, four more people step sort of just seemingly out of nowhere, out of the darkness. Uh, mm-hmm. They all kind of have similarly, like, gaunt, unwell features. 
um, don't seem to be dressed appropriately for the cold. They're not necessarily surrounding you, but goddamn if you don't have the vibe that you've been surrounded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you see kind of in unison the the four of them sort of like wave on their feet and like snap up and look at you and then speak in unison uh, with a voice I don't know if you've ever heard before, Kiki. Miss Gaithen, it is a pleasure to finally meet you. Though, I do wish that I could be face-to-face, but circumstances prevent me from doing that. I am whom some people call Uncle Nebo. And all of them are speaking in this voice in unison. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that you might know why I'm contacting you. Or at least have an inkling as to why. Can't say that I do. Hmm. I know that you're close with Cecily. And I want you... I was hoping to enlist your aid. She's made a mistake, Miss Gaithen. I think that she unfortunately does not understand the full aspects of the power that she wields. And I was hoping that maybe you could possibly speak with her about that. If she's not talking to you, she probably has a really good reason. I love you. I don't doubt that she believes that she does. But we both know that Cicely can get wrapped up in her visions and not see the big picture. Kiki crosses her arms, uh, looks down at these people because she's (laughs) taller than all of them. Yeah. Um, and what is it you want me to tell her? All I want is to speak with her one more time. See if I could possibly bring her around to seeing things as they are, not how she wants them to be. Something big is coming, Miss Gaithen. And we all need to be prepared for it. I, I fear that Cecily has lost clarity of vision. Well, that's paternalistic as shit. <laughs> what what exactly is it that you think she's not doing right? 
She has power like no other I've ever seen. And I have seen a great many things, Miss Gaithen. Kiki rolls her eyes. I know. I sound like somebody who is talking like they know better. But I'm very old, Miss Gaithen. And I have seen a great many things come and go. But I ain't ever seen a power like Cecily contains. And? The end of the world is coming, Miss Gaithen. I know. I know that Cecily is convinced that she has stopped that from happening. But I'm not sure. And with her power, we could make sure we could prevent it. We can stop it from ever starting. We can cut those lines. Who are these people you've controlled? I don't control them. I speak through them. Why do you think that the night mountain that bears my name has the reputation that it does? These are my followers. These are my family. Kiki continues forward towards her car. Uh, shoulders past one of these people in order to get to it. All I want is to talk to her, Miss Gaithen. Nothing more, nothing less. She gives a... Like a peace sign gesture over her shoulder. You know that thing when you're walking away and you just kind of like... Or is it finger guns? Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of does that over her shoulder and keeps going. This, you you kind of see these people sort of like... Uh, snap. Back into reality. And sort of fade back into the dark. It, it, it's very fun to continue to continuously add people to this <laughs> thing that you can do. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Kiki. Kiki's gonna go visit Shade again. And ask Shade what the fuck happened in that hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I told you already. <laughs> you told me what happened in the room. Oh, okay. Well, backtracks all the things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So Rio's your benefactor now? Yep, seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he's everybody's boyfriend. <laughs> that, uh... She seems like she's about to say something. And then she just kind of shakes her head. All right. Uh. All right. I think. Hell. All 
I really didn't want to have to go talk to Rio. Why are you guys fighting? No. It's... Is it because he has bad food habits? No, it's not because he has bad food habits. Uh, it... When you... You... Gave up your home in order to save everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever... Do you ever feel any resentment towards us because we needed saving? No, I love you guys. Oh, God. We're the Scooby gang. I'm Fred. <laughs> I'm cool. I wear an ascot. I could never be bad. <laughs> I, it's It's not... It's not a... You are definitely too good for feelings like that, yeah. Uh, I feel like in the Scooby-Doo analogy, like, Rio is somehow Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make Archie shaggy? Wait a minute. Okay, we've got to figure this out before we move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think we can. No. It's beyond us. No. We'll leave it up to <laughs> yeah. the fans. Uh, Kiki plays another long game of Frisbee with Shade. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> because she doesn't she doesn't want to come back out here and, and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just using you for information because she's not. Um. And Best then, day ever. Uh, when the sun starts to go down again, uh, she says her goodbyes to Shade um, and then goes to Rio's place. It's like this is within like, Kiki basically waited till it was light outside after getting off of work, right? Yeah, this is like the next day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm assuming you're approaching, you're not approaching Rio's house with any ill intent toward Rio. No. Okay, are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, sometimes it can go either way with Kiki. <laughs> can Shade sneak likes follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no Great. one can stop you, you're ungovernable. It's true. Shade's here for the drama. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, you, you knock on, uh, Rio's door. Uh, and he opens the door, and he's like, uh, hey, Keek, why is, he looks at his phone again, <laughs> make sure he didn't miss a message, he's like, <laughs> um, and he's like, uh, 
Hey, what's up? She points at his phone. Uh, I didn't want you to conveniently be not here. (laughs) All right, well, that's rude as hell. (laughs) Eating Uh, popcorn, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I come in? I think he rolls his neck. He's like, yeah, come on in. Uh, and she she stands inside. She doesn't sit down like she normally would. Kiki just kind of like starts out without any small talk. I had a visit from Uncle Nepo last night. I think like Rio was like maybe going through to tidy up something. I think he's in like fucking like a pair of pajama pants in like a tank top or something like that like but he's just like Mm -hmm. face to face no uh he had four people that he was talking through i think he nods he's like all right good all right okay (laughs) that's not great but also I got real scared there for a second. Thought he'd be able to get off that mountain. I was like, oh shit, we're all fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is he trapped there? He ain't ever left that mountain in the entire time that I've known about him. Hmm. And he also only talks through weirdos. So, thinking, yeah. Gotcha. Uh... Anyway, uh, he was spinning some yarn about how Cecily needs to come to her senses and go back to him and uh, see reason and forestall the apocalypse that is apparently coming um, because if she doesn't do what he says, then it will come to pass. And I didn't want to go directly to her with this because it would just scare her. But apparently you're her benefactor now. <laughs> she like looks at him with, with an eye- raised eyebrow. Um, at this moment, you hear the bedroom door open and footsteps. And a very <laughs> sleepy and tousled Cecily wearing just one of Rio's t-shirts and nothing else wanders into the living room and is like, should I make some cup? Oh. 